these sounds and voices were recorded live from the 2018 Scribblers Festival from the Conversation Caravan. This is Amber and Isaac interviewing Nikki Greenberg live from the Scribblers Festival. Hi Nikki, welcome. Thanks Amber, thanks Isaac. It's lovely to be with you. So, obviously, you're an author and illustrator. Um, where do you get all your ideas? It's a really mysterious thing where ideas come from, and I think even author and author illustrators don't really know. They they sometimes they pop up in the middle of the night. Sometimes you're doodling in your sketchbook, and something leaps out of you, and they might come from a word or an image or something that you've overheard. It's a very mysterious thing where they come from. What is your favourite book that you have, like, read or, like, written? So it's very hard to choose the favourite book that I've read because I have so many favourites and I read a lot. Um, I'm, I'm constantly reading amazing books. Uh, I've ve- I have a great love for the novel The Great Gatsby, which is one that I adapted in graphic form and I adore that novel. There's a children's book, a very old children's book that I really adore as well. It's called The Velveteen Rabbit and it makes me cry every time I read it. What is the writing process like for your books? That's a fantastic question. So the writing process really differs for me for each book and I've done quite a few books and it really is different each time. So for some books, when I'm writing in verse, so in rhyming in, in rhyming poetry, that's really tricky and I have to, I feel pages and pages, I have piles of paper with all my attempts and different different sort of wrigglings into the text and when I've finally written it and got it right then I have to do the problem solving of how to illustrate it. For other books where uh, it's more of a a comic style or a dialogue style the words and the pictures will very much come together but always rough to begin with and then I have to polish the style. Um, Do you have any advice for young writers? Yes, absolutely. Uh, So follow what you love to do and keep at it. Practice, 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 practice. And it doesn't matter if it looks awful when you start. Keep going. I have whole sketchbooks full of awful. And I still do. When I start a new book, my uh, my initial drawings are terrible. Uh, But keep at it. Keep doing what you love. Uh, Keep improving. Make lots of mistakes. Um, And are there any common traps for aspiring writers? Um, I think a common trap is thinking oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to become rich and famous out of it. And if that's your motivation for doing it, um, you're likely to end up quite unhappy because that it's unusual that that happens. You really have to do it for the love of it and put your heart into it and then you'll produce something good. And if it becomes successful, that's a wonderful bonus. What would be your favourite type of art that you like drawing? Oh, that is a fantastic question. So I love that you you guys have come up with absolutely wonderful questions. So I re- I like to use a combination of old and new technology. So I love drawing with just a plain old grey lead pencil, HB or 2B. I like uh, black ink, um, so Chinese calligraphy ink uh, with a brush. Um, and then I like combining that with Photoshop. So that's you know very very modern technology scanning textures, scanning painted um, sheets of paper and combining that all together. I love doing that. 
when you're writing your books, do you try to be original to what you would like to write or deliver to readers what they want to hear? Wow. Are you guys professional interviewers? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Impressive. <laughs> Thank um, you. So, really good question. When you're doing kids' books, you do have to have in mind your audience, uh, what kinds of things they're into and what level of language is going to work for that audience. You know, you can't have a kids' book full of uh, uh, swear words. You, you do have to have your audience in mind, but I always write what I write for myself. I write what I think would be fun to read, what I would enjoy and what I think would work. Um, so it's a little bit of both, but I think you do have to... You have to follow your heart a bit with that. What piece of art did you like most enjoy doing? Great question. So I really enjoyed doing the artwork for my great big graphic novels of um, The Great Gatsby and Hamlet. That was, um, that was a joy. I was working at the time. I had a full-time job while I was doing Gatsby. I was a lawyer and I used to get up early in the morning and put in an hour and a half on my drawing before work and it was just this amazing time just me a very strong coffee my dip nib and ink and I, I loved every minute of doing that I've read that Hamlet book that you uh, made so like what caused you to make all like the characters sort of blackish and only like their main features not black first of all I'm really impressed that you've read Hamlet <laughs> um, it's a it's a really tough play um, I wanted the creatures to be made of ink. So something that's, and you might recall that the characters' swords and daggers are nibs and brushes. And uh, one of the questions in Hamlet is really, what are we, what's, what's the reality of us and what's kind of acting and performing and pretend? So I wanted to show the characters as something that was made, something that was written or drawn, and so they're actually made of ink. So, when you were 15, your first book was published. Um, is there anything that you could tell your younger writing self to improve? Yeah, definitely. So, when I was 15, that was a series of little books, and it was lovely because really I was just uh, given free reign to do them as I liked. That was, that was lovely. But I would tell my 15-year-old self to do much more observational drawing, so look at things from life and try to draw them and really practice with that because I've kind of come late to that and I've had to work really hard to keep trying to improve and I still have lots of room to improve. Uh, do you have any hobbies besides like drawing and writing besides that? I do. I have a really um, unusual hobby. So I like to crochet squids, octopuses and cuttlefish. Um, approximately life-size, very colourful with lots of sequins on them. So I make these strange creatures and have them around the house. What was the earliest experience that you learned um, at school that language actually had power and that you wanted to continue to write? I can't remember the earliest experience, but I remember when I was in the final years of high school and there's a lot of... Uh, pressure to do very well in your subjects and choose your university course and I had my eye on doing law and arts. I, you know, I enjoyed humanities and was doing well in humanities and that's kind of what you did. And I wrote a story and my English teacher wrote on it, he really liked the story, and he wrote, forget the Supreme Court kid, meaning don't go and do law, be a writer. Um, so I didn't take his advice entirely, I actually did go and do law, um, but that always stuck with me. I felt like that was just a really lovely vote of confidence. 
Um, like, how many times do you, like, draft or edit your um, story before you, like, publish it? Oh, this is, this is a really good question. So I do a lot of uh, groundwork in the sketchbook to try and get the style right for each book, get the characters looking right, loads and loads. And sometimes the simplest looking things actually take the most work. So um, Hamlet, the character of Hamlet, it took me... He's a very simple looking thing. He looks like a splat with a sort of cat-like mask face and a very simple body. It took me absolutely ages to get right where some of the more elaborate characters I got right quite quickly. So lots, of, lots and lots of drafting and sketchbook work. What's your favourite part about the editing process? Uh, being pushed to be better and being pushed to do better. It is actually, if, if that's how you approach it, it is like having your own personal writing coach. It's fantastic. And is there anyone in particular who maybe pushes you further and helps you? Yeah, my, my publisher, Jodie Webster, um, she's brilliant and she, I hope you're listening to this Jodie, um, she's brilliant. Actually, Zelda Stitch is dedicated to her and she's very, um, she's got a very light touch with her editing. Yeah. And have your children or your parents inspired you in any way or helped you with ideas for your books? Yeah, my kids inspire me very, very much. Um, so my little one, Coco, also known as Beanie, is the main character in my picture book, Teddy Took the Train. And Poppy, my older daughter, is that main character who, who was um, introduced into Zelda Stitch. Her name's Phoebe in the book. Okay. If there were any other jobs that you could be, except for a writer and a lawyer, do you yeah. have any ideas? Oh, yes, I have two. So <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So I think that in another life it would have been great to be a... Um, a book designer. A book designer. Fascinated by what designers do about typography, um, design, you know, designing fonts, uh, and I'm in awe of the work that designers do. I'd love to know how to do that. Uh, also, I think uh, being a window cleaner on the side of skyscrapers would be really <laughs> cool. Uh, would you be scared of the height, though? Uh, not if I knew the basket was stable. <laughs> When you are thinking of your books, do you write it down on paper or completely just on the computer? A uh, big paper person. So I have a big pile of scrap paper, you know, recycled paper that has stuff on the back. And I scribble and I put arrows and I cross out and I, I mount up piles of paper when I'm writing. And then I go to the computer. The second stage is kind of working and editing and uh, on the computer. But I love... The handwritten is really, really important to me. How do you come up with your weird ideas and where do you find inspiration from everyday life to come up with the ideas? So I blame The Muppet Show. As, um, as a little kid, I loved The Muppets. I watched loads of The Muppets and Sesame Street and I think it just sort of infiltrated my brain and those kooky creatures and their weird antics and the fantastic, just the fantastic dialogue, everything about the Muppets uh, has shaped me in some way. Are there any authors in particular in just here in the Scribblers Fest or just anywhere that like inspire you? Oh, this, so Scribblers Fest has been amazing because there's a bunch of us authors, we're thrown together, we spend a lot of time together, a lot of us are from out of town staying in the one hotel and they are extremely inspiring and looking at their work and chatting with them about it and learning a bit about their process, extremely inspiring, all of them. This is what, doing a festival like this 
is one of the huge perks of being an author because we're very solitary creatures usually. We're locked away in our room, in our like, you know, little hermit crabs. And this is our chance to meet and learn and talk and share ideas. So very inspiring. Have you gone to any of the auth other authors' talks or heard them speak about their books? Yes, I have. And I, so last night I went to uh, Jesse Andrews' talk about his book Mun Mun. It was amazing. I immediately went out and bought the book and uh, didn't get much sleep last night because I was reading it. So that was fantastic. Are you like a morning person, like when you wake up in the morning or not? Yes. Yes, good question. I'm very much a morning person. Um, so I've, you know, years of getting up before work and doing my work before before I go to the office and that kind of thing. Um, and I find it really hard to work at night. By night time, I'm done. <laughs> Same. It's like, yeah. it's like when you go around your, like, when you're about to go to sleep, your brain, like, just sh shuts down literally and then it just goes. Yeah, a, a little bit, though I find when I'm in the middle of writing something and, I'm, and it's very intense and I'm plotting or I'm rhyming, uh, I will wake up in the middle of the night with some great idea how to solve something and I have to have a notebook by the bed to scribble it down. Keeps me awake. <laughs> in your um, radio series, are there any particular books, like your favourite book that you've written out of the whole series? Uh, in the reindeer series or just in, in general? Um, the reindeer one. Oh, the reindeer one. Um, oh, well, you often love your last one best. It's the sort of the, the newest one, the one closest to your heart. But I actually think I love, out of the reindeer ones, the third one, uh, where she goes to the South Pole. Um, I find that one... I find that one a hoot. And the really cool thing about that is that my, my, um, my publisher, Jodie, who I mentioned, she has a friend who's actually spent a lot of time working in Antarctica. And so she got her friend to come over and give me a little bit of an info night and slide night about Antarctica so that I could use that in drawing the pictures. So that was pretty cool. Okay. Thank you, Nikki, for your time. Um, it's been an honour um, interviewing you. Thank you so much, Amber and Isaac. Your questions are amazing, and I hope you have a long and fruitful career in, um, in media. You're amazing. Thank you. And everyone else listening, make sure you check out Nikki's books in the store. Thank you. You are listening to a podcast interview from a Scribblers Festival. Conversation Caravan 2018.